Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 219. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Almost 500 of you are part of my Facebook group, motivated minds. And for some time, I felt as if something was missing. Direct real-time interactions, limiting the ability to create a true community, a place where each of you can interact with each other and myself real-time. So I'm changing that. Each of you are officially invited to my free Discord group, Motivated Minds. This will replace the current Facebook group and create a platform to bring this podcast community together in real time. It will enable me to interact with each of you real time for more in-depth conversations. To kick off this new Discord group, I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving away a five-minute journal and a productivity planner bundle worth $53 from Intelligent Change. Here's what you need to do to enter. Click the link in my show notes to join the Discord group. Drop into one of the channels and introduce yourself. Who are you and what you're looking to get out of this community? That's it. This giveaway will be ending July 15th, so make sure to enter. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. It can be easy to lose ourselves in life. We've all struggled with breakthroughs. Maybe you feel stuck, maybe you think things aren't changing fast enough, or feel overwhelmed and stressed all the time. All of these feelings are the results of a mismanagement of self. So what are some things we should know about ourselves? What are some questions that we can ask ourselves to better understand who we are and what makes us tick? 
Number one, what is your own self-image? Not what the world has told you, your own self-image, the mental picture you have of yourself. It's what we see when we look in a mirror. There are really three elements to our self-image. Number one, the way we perceive or think of ourselves. Number two, the way we interpret others' perceptions or what we think others think of us. And number three, the way we would like to be, also known as our ideal self. It's critical that we analyze and understand what this self-image looks like. Because having a distorted self-image means that we have a view of ourselves that is not based in reality. We all have slight variations and detachments from reality. When our self-image is greatly detached from reality, it can cause serious emotional and psychological problems. One of the best ways to work on our self-image is to gain some self-knowledge. The questions I'm about to dive into today will help to identify what we may need to change in our lives in order to live in greater alignment with our true self. Number two, what are your values? Elvis Presley said it best, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you'll leave them all over everything you do. Everyone has values. Everywhere you look, people talk about values. Most companies hire based on values. We look for a life partner who shares our values, but almost nobody has a clear idea what values are. Here's why identifying our values is so critical. Our values act like filters in our lives. This means that anytime we face a decision, we can throw the options in our value filter and make a decision predicated on our values. They help to determine our priorities. And they can also help us to identify if our life is turning out the way we want it to. Values are the traits we find true within everything that we're evaluating about ourselves. Our values are the things that we believe are important in the way we live. Some people enjoy cannabis, whereas others won't because of what they believe. No matter what it is that we believe, we must always stay true to ourselves. The moment we ignore our values is the moment we lose a little bit of ourselves. And there's a critical piece here. It's okay if we change our stance on things through learning. But we should never just compromise because it suits everyone else around us. This ultimately leads to living a life suited for others. Not the core values that drive our happiness. Number three, what is your life philosophy? We 
all have different reasons for our goals and actions. Everything we do has a purpose. Even if we don't consciously acknowledge it, every successful person has chosen to follow a philosophy based on their core values. And each of us can do the same. But first, we need to know precisely what that is. A personal philosophy is our thoughts, beliefs, concepts, and attitudes about everything. It's our approach to leading our life. The important thing that we need to recognize when it comes to our philosophy, as we challenge our limiting beliefs, as we strive for further growth and development and experience and learn more, our philosophies deepen and evolve. This is normal. And it's critical we recognize this because it's a great indicator of growth. Number four, what makes you happy? One of the most rewarding things we can learn about ourselves is what makes us happy. It helps to improve the quality of our lives and helps to identify what we should and shouldn't prioritize. But most of us rarely ever take the time to reflect on it. I'm not talking about material items. I'm talking about the things that light you up. The pieces of life that not only light you up where you stand today, but the things that will continue to light you up three years from now, five years from now. It's critical that we examine the things that provide us fuel. The last thing we want to happen is to have wasted years doing things that don't bring us deep down happiness. If you're struggling to identify this, think back to a moment where you felt truly happy. Where were you? What were you doing? As opposed to examining the surface of that moment, why? Were you happy then? What was happening within you that made you experience happiness? The key is that we find the why in happiness, not the what. Number five, what is your passion? Many people go through their entire life without ever asking themselves, what am I truly passionate about? These individuals are the ones that blend into the background of life, the ones that fade into the noise of life. Passion is the key to a purposeful and fulfilling life. When we are inspired and connected to what brings us joy, we find the motivation to create and experience even more of what lights us up. Passion can't be found in our heads. Passion lives in our heart. We have to bring it to life. What can you do for hours and not notice time flying by? What gets your blood flowing, your heart ticking? Here's another way to help you identify your passion. Do you feel 
that you have any skills and abilities that you have pushed to one side because of your other life choices. Think back to when you were 10 years old, then 15. Can you remember what you were obsessively interested in? What did you love to do? We get one shot at life. And the key to living a fulfilling life is to indulge in our passion. Number six, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Despite what you may think about yourself, we are all good at something. The challenge that most struggle with is when they don't immediately see the things that they're good at, they start to second guess themselves and wonder if they're good at anything at all. If you're struggling to identify your strengths, ask yourself these questions. What do people tell you that you're good at? What do you receive compliments about? What skill or talent comes so naturally to you that you don't even have to think about, but other people struggle with it? If someone asked you what you're good at, how would you answer? And then there's the flip side of this coin, things that we're not so good at. Everyone is bad at something. We can't all be good at everything. If we can admit what we're bad at, then we can either start to work on it or delegate it to someone else. Both are equally important to identify. However, what would happen if you focused on what you did best in life? Instead of constantly adding to the list of skills and techniques you felt you had to learn before you could become a success. By examining both of these things, we can unlock our superpower. Our superpower is the strengths and abilities that we already possess that make us feel most alive and excited. Number seven, what are your non-negotiables in relationships and friendships? This links back to identifying our core values. Once we understand what our values are, we can prioritize these things when looking for a partner or looking to establish new friends or looking to find a business partner. We can start to build requirements when it comes to our open positions in our lives. Things like, do we think honesty matters more than sensitivity? What about hard work versus resourcefulness or ambition versus loyalty? Would we prefer if people were more open-minded or traditional? What about community versus self-interest or freedom versus loyalty? Because our network is so crucial to our environment, this analysis should never go overlooked. And another key question we should ask ourselves, are we surrounding ourselves with the right people? And if not, who are the five people you want to spend time with? This further helps to identify the characteristics of those you aspire to be around. Number eight, what does success mean to you? Many of us have never stopped to ask ourselves this very important question. Most people simply follow the path that's been laid out in front of them by others. 
Success is less about how much money we make or how many cars we own. It's about how fulfilled we are, the impact that we create. Jim Carrey once said it best, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Our ideas about success are largely influenced by both our perceptions of different situations and by our own lives at the moment. Success to you could mean following your dreams, engaging in things that you love every day, setting and achieving certain goals, feeling like you're in control of your future, being a good parent, helping other people find their passion, having meaningful relationships, reaching certain financial goals, enjoying the little things in life, being happy. How we start to unpack what success means to us is by determining what makes us happy, which I'll discuss in my next point. And secondly, once we've identified this happiness reactor, going after it every single damn day. Number nine, what makes you happy? Lots of different things can make us happy. You can also rephrase this question if it helps. If you won the lottery tomorrow and you had the freedom to spend your time and money doing something you would love to do more of, what would that be? Most of us have vague ideas of what makes us happy. Maybe we're reasonably happy on a day-to-day basis, but we've never really put thought into where those feelings come from or what. One key to learning what makes us happy is to start looking for patterns. And the best way to look for patterns is to create data. And we can do this by taking the time each night to write down about our day, how we felt about it. This helps us to recognize the things that make us happy. Another way is through the help of science. There are really five core things that will continually ensure that we are happy. Five things backed by science. Number one, practicing daily gratitude. Number two, surrounding yourself with positive people. Number three, practicing regular acts of kindness. Number four, spending more time with family and friends. And number five, investing in experiences, not objects. Ultimately, a happy life is one with balance, where we know what matters, what our dreams and goals are, and we do our best to incorporate most of the things into most of our days. Number 10, what drains your energy? When we are able to recognize our energy drainers, we can ensure that we avoid them because ultimately they take away from the things that ignite us and make us feel alive. They steal time and energy that we only have so much of. Things like taking things too personally, holding on to the past, constantly worrying, worrying about things that we cannot control, harnessing negativity, things like complaining, 
not following through on your promises, being a passenger in your own life, overthinking, unhealthy relationships, constantly trying to please others. Identifying these energy wasters allows us to float to the surface of our needs. It allows us to focus on the drivers that matter to our life. Ones that allow us to follow the path to our happiness. Energy drainers, they distract us. They weigh us down. They steal all that is critical to a life of fulfillment. They drain us of resources. When we identify these things, we can take action to correct them, to avoid them, to surround ourselves with the things that provide us with energy, not take it away. Number 11, what noise are you letting in along the same lines of things that drain our energy? We can allow things from the outside to leak in. Luckily, we can avoid this. We can create a thicker wall to this outside noise by strengthening our intuition. This is where we quiet the otherwise very loud voices that often speak outside. This allows us to truly hear the voice of our mind, the voice of our heart, to hear the deeper voice of our intuition. This can also be achieved by embracing stillness. All too often, we lose touch with our inner voice, our intuition and higher self. And this is because we don't give ourselves enough time for stillness. This is why it's critical to embrace rest and build in moments of silence and stillness within our day. Number 12, what areas of your life are you settling in? We normally create a small box to live in. And this small box ensures that we are only able to grow so big, so fast. So the question becomes, are you settling for something that is okay, rather than striving for something that is extraordinary? It is very easy to settle. When we settle, we are acting out of fear. A settled life leaves us feeling more exhausted than one where we are pursuing, creating, and exploring. Because when we are excited about life, it actually gives us more energy. We wake up each day alive. When we settle, we never change. We end up feeling regretful. So how do we stop settling? We get honest with ourselves. As we are with asking ourselves these questions, we create goals that push our limits. We learn how to be ourselves. Try visualizing what you want in life. Look far ahead into your distant future where everything goes your way. And ask yourself, what does it look like? Write it down. Write down as much detail as you can. Those who don't know what they want, get what others are willing to to give them. Number 13, what are you willing to sacrifice? Everything has a price in life. That isn't the question. The question is, 
What are you willing to sacrifice to create the life you want? This is called opportunity cost. And here's how that cost breaks down. We live a life filled with finite resources. We have limited money, limited time, limited opportunities. Every time we say yes to something, we're indirectly saying no to everything else we could be doing at that time with our resources. Life will always ask for a toll to pass. Once we understand what we are willing to sacrifice, the path to our future becomes a lot more clear. This week's shout-out is by XWolf, who sent me a DM on Instagram. Hey, Scott, I love your show. In fact, your show and the help of others, other podcasts that are similar, really helped me out when I was struggling. I went from working a 9-to-5 that I hated to now working with a 10x platinum producer on my music. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please Leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into 13 things you should know about yourself. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.